0: Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff on Censored. I hope you're having a great day. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. Go ahead and go to your Play Store or your iTunes, whatever thingy that you do. I'm an, I'm an Android guy, okay? I know what my stores are called. Don't remember what they're called for iPhones. But either way, go to your App Store and find the Superbook Sports Colorado app and go ahead and download it and start winning today. Uh, I got a lot to get to today. Cannot wait. I had a great weekend. It was great Easter weekend. I ended up staying home because I was kind of feeling sick and I'm like, I don't want to go to a, a family gathering where there's elderly people and I'm the reason why that they get the flu or something and then they die. Okay? That's just me. I guess this is me being uber paranoid from the post-COVID world I guess it's still around but you know what I'm saying I don't want to I don't want to be patient zero and 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 kill the whole family okay (laughs) so I was like you know what I'll just stay home and I just napped and I watched uh, some comedy on Netflix it was Burt Kreischer's comedy stand-up comedy that was pretty funny although he does it with his shirt off all the time and it always I always forget about that and like that's his thing he takes off his shirt but what's funny is he's doing his stand-up and I'm like halfway through it and I forget that he's out there without a shirt on it's just like I've just come accustomed to seeing his naked body essentially so thanks Bert thanks (laughs) hilarious great definitely worth watching uh, it, it you know if you like stand-up comedy, which I do, my wife hates it, which is bizarre to me, because she could walk in the room and I'm watching stand-up, she'll start laughing, then she'll go, all right, you need to shut it off. I can't stand this. Like you're just laughing. How does that make any sense? Makes zero sense. Is, is, anybody else have that problem where your significant others just like they say they hate something, but you just you catch them enjoying it? That doesn't make sense. Oh, mm, eating a salad. Mm. Mm. Hmm. oh, this is gross. Let me get rid of it. You just ate like most of it. How does that make sense? You said it sucked. <laughs> but you but you ate most of it? What the fuck? <laughs> this, this hamburger's horrible. You ate all of it. That's my that's my wife. Doesn't make any sense. You know what does make sense? Jumping into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now Here are the headlines. One of the things we did this weekend is we went to the theaters and saw the new Super uh, Super Mario Brothers movie, and I gotta say, it's a great movie. As somebody that grew up playing that game, the Super Mario Brothers, and we still have like we have the Nintendo Switch and we play the Super Mario the whatever the race racing game, (laughs) Super Mario Kart racing game. It's fun. I like the movie, and it was a blast from the past, very nostalgic. The kids loved it, mainly because we we have the Nintendo Switch, and they're used to the characters. They don't know the old-school game like we do, like the old-school linear setup where it's you either go right, left, jump, or die. <laughs> it's basically it. So they miss some of those those moments, but it it doesn't matter they they enjoyed it it was a fun movie jack black as as bowser just uh, d- knocked it out of the park anybody that is critiquing chris pratt for his voice as mario can suck a you know a big fat one or or they can eat a bag of dicks because it's not that big of a deal and they they actually kind of address that at the very beginning of the movie and it's funny if you've seen it, you you probably know what I mean. I'm talking about the commercial that they did, right? And then they go on to Chris Pratt, normal voice type of thing. It's good. I only have one critique of it, and I wish that they wouldn't have made Luigi such a pussy. That's it, really. I felt like that they, they just kind of did him dirty a little bit, where, you know, if you've seen the movie, you're just like, God, I, I didn't realize. I never thought of Luigi as being a puss, but that's what they did to him. We'll see if they come out with another one, if they, if they kind of correct that or he, his character builds off of what he accomplished throughout the movie and stuff like that. It's definitely worth watching. Definitely worth you could You could wait till it comes home. It's not one you have to see in the theater, okay? There's some movies you miss out if you don't see it in a theater. Like Avatar, really cool to see in the theater. And don't start on like, well, the plot of the movie was a little vacant, okay? (laughs) Don't give me that shit. It's a great visual movie. I could give a fuck about plot holes. It's a good movie, especially in the theater. Now, the Mario one, it is really cool to see in the theater, but honestly, just watch it at home if you don't want to spend the extra money. But definitely worth seeing. It's funny, it's cute, it's nostalgic. If you're single and you live in the Denver metro area, probably anywhere in Colorado, actually, I guess you could say, Netflix, their show, Love is Blind, they're starting to cast for their Mile High episodes. They're coming to Colorado. If you've never watched the show, Love is Blind, you're probably single and not being forced to watch it like I am. My wife loves watching the. That show along with some others that I'll get get into here in a second. It's basically like speed dating and blind dating uh, mixed. Basically, you speed date and you never see the person that you're talking with. You hear their voice. You you get a certain amount of time each interaction with them to just, you know, chit-chat, get to know them. You're getting to know them without looking at them physically, Right? Which is, ultimately, you should be falling in love with somebody's personality. And look should be one of the last things that you care about. Should be. But we're a vain society, and we're all about how we look and how others look. But it's an interesting concept. I'm confident if, if I was on that show with my wife, I would have fallen in, fallen in love with her regardless. Even though she's smoking hot. Okay? So it's interesting, interesting concept of a show. Would you want to do this? Now here's, here's some stats on it. The past three seasons, they've, they've yielded 17 couples and just four remain together. I mean, considering it's, it is what it is. It's a high pressure situation because you got cameras everywhere and you're, they're really nitpicking on, on everything you do. And they, I only imagine that the producers help generate drama at times cuz once you do meet your the it's not like the show's over you continue so you you get to know each other you end up picking who you want to marry do they end up getting married yeah and then 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 you end up spending time together i don't know it's uh, it's fucking bizarre i could never do this show i could never do it I I I I'm I'm too self-conscious when it comes to cameras and stuff like that and, and listening to other people. If it was just me and my wife talking, it'd be fine. But then when you start adding in other elements, that's where it gets kind of hard to deal with. If you're interested in in becoming a contestant or know somebody that is, you go to loveisblind.com castingcrane.com and crane is spelled C-R-A-N-E you got to fill out a 78 question survey about your relationship history and why you think you're you're still single let me know if you could do this show or if you know somebody that could do this show I don't know if I know anybody that has the right personality to be on that show because that's the other thing they pick you based on what they think will be appealing and for people to watch. If you're a crazy character, like Kip that I work with, if he was single, yeah, I could see him doing this because he has that weird, he's just an interesting personality. That's what he is. But I'm trying to think of other people that I know that would be great. And I, I, I guess when it comes to stuff like this, we're all kind of boring. I would be horrible on this show. Have you ever seen the show Married at First Sight? My wife has been watching that too. And that one is where these these relationship experts match you up with somebody that on paper you should be a complete match with, that you should be successful with. Then you literally meet them like 10 seconds before you get married. And it's like, hi, my name's Scott. Hi, my name's Brandy. Okay, we're getting married. I'm a bit of a handful. (laughs) Okay, sweet. I'm a bit of an asshole. Okay, cool. I like watching porn a lot. Okay. (laughs) Like, I do, by the way. Sorry. You just start blurting out random things about yourself during the (laughs) the marriage. So bizarre. I could never do that. And I got to be honest, if one of my kids ended up on one of these shows, I, I... I think I'd be disappointed and and nervous for them because after watching these shows, it's just like, it's, it's, it's kind of making a mockery of relationships. And I think there's so many people out there that just focus so hard on finding the perfect person and you either find them or you don't. And I, I just, listen, it's a different Avenue. It's, it's, it's a new way of looking at things. And there are people that have successful relationships with this. I know every time my wife watches either Married at First Sight or Love is Blind, we always Google at the end and be like, all right, who's still together? And there's always like one person still together that are actually doing well. There's some that are like, they, they lasted a year, then they got divorced because they just don't like each other or some, some stupid shit like that. Is there a reality show that you think that you could do well at? And the more I look at them, the more I'm, I don't know if I could handle it. Like Naked and Afraid, can't do that one. Just don't want to be naked in front of anybody, and especially dirty, and then have bugs crawl on me, okay? It's not like I'm whipping around like a baby arm in between my legs. Does Scott have a baby arm holding an apple between his legs? Nope, 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 no, that's just, that's his junk. Not like I'm walking around with one of those things. Scott has an elephant cock. Wow, I'll be damned. Good for him. Bravo. Look at the size of that blur. (laughs) It's also mostly because I hate being dirty, and I don't want to be covered in bugs, and also not a big fan of camping. And, you know, the potential death of spiders, snakes, and lions, and... Tigers and whatever else I just I watch those shows and I don't get it But but I sit there and I think of all these Other reality shows I I don't think there's one that I could do Not even a cooking one Because as much as I like to cook I'm not a great cook I can sit there and read a recipe I can google a recipe and just Mimic it but I can't look at a bunch of Ingredients and go I'm gonna make Something spectacular that nobody's ever Seen before I can't do that shit no my wife can she can sit there and be like okay what do we got we got this 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 and this and she'll be like hmm and she like ponders she's like scratching her chin even though she doesn't have facial hair and she'll be like ah got it and then nobody nobody talk to me i'm in the kitchen she's not a you can't be social with her while she's cooking neither can i but it's i i'm sitting here kind of making judgment towards her but she's like Everybody out of the kitchen. Don't talk to me. I'm focusing. And she'll make something fucking phenomenal. Not me. I have to Google it. Be like, I got potatoes. I got chicken broth. I got chicken. I got this, 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 and this. Okay, Google. What, do I, what can I make? <laughs> That's what I do. I'm not joking. Then I'll brag to people. Be like, you'll never guess what I fucking made the other day. And they're like, wow, Scott, you sound like an amazing cook. And I'll be like, I'm not. I know how to Google. I'm a Googling machine. Anyway, the Baker Hotel and Spa just outside of Mineral Wells, Texas, opened in 1929, then ended up closing in right around 1972. They have plans to restore it and reopen it. Apparently, it was just this fucking amazing hotel. I believe on the 14th floor, they had like right around 450 rooms, with like luxury spa and and pool, and it was just this amazing place. A lot of high-end celebrities of the time would go out there, and they loved it. It was a great place to go, but then it shut down, and uh, since then, a lot of paranormal folks will go out there and investigate, and what's kind of chilling to me is all the experiences that have been reported out there because the reason why I bring this up is because they plan to restore this and reopen it. But then when you hear about these paranormal investigations and what people are claiming that ha that happened to them, I don't know why anybody would want to go to this place only because people have reported being poked, scratched and bitten. Why would you want to put yourself in that kind of position? Like to get actual bites, would freak the fuck out of me. If that's ever happened to you, please let me know. We'll, we'll either talk about it now or save it for the Halloween episode coming up in October. But it's just bizarre to me to put yourself in that type of situation where it's a very frequent report of having these things happen to you. And I just don't know why anybody would do that. They also report a lot of ghostly smells associated with uh, uh, spirits. And it got me thinking, I've heard of that, and there is a name for it, and I just can't think of it right now, what what that actually means, like astro-something, blah, 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 stank. (laughs) We'll call it astro-stank. If you could pick your ghostly smell, you died. And if any time that you want to make your presence known, or maybe every time somebody walks through your, your, your spirit, like a smell just rips through the environment what would your smell be would you want it to be something super nasty super pleasant or just something that just makes people go what the fuck what a what an odd grouping of smells and the first thing that came to my mind was like hot dogs and lotion it's bizarre you'd be like i love the smell of hot dogs like cuz it makes you think of like a sporting event or just backyard cooking and in family time, and then lotion? Why is it lotion? And then you sit there and go, what the fuck? <laughs> like Seriously? What the fuck's this guy into? Then they do some research and be like, that's Scott the Huff. He's a big freak. <laughs> he likes his hot dogs and he loves his lotion. Put the two together. Hey, hey, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> if there's a combination that you would... Or just any smells, let me know. DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com. Or hit me up on my socials. That would be just funny if you just put that out on the social. You don't say anything else. You're not replying to anything. And you just say strawberries and grease. Like motor motor oil or something like that. That would be funny. People are like, what the fuck does that mean? Strawberries and motor oil? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. That would be an interesting smell, though. It, it's... Weird to me, I, I remember there was a point in time where my buddy Spencer and, and I, when I worked at the radio station, I think he had just left, or maybe he was working there too, but we were kind of interested in becoming paranormal investigators, and we had done some with the station with Scott Hastings, and I've talked to you guys about this before. There's times where I would go out with these quote-unquote Expert investigators, and then they would get irritated with me and and Spencer as well when we would debunk shit. And we'd just be like, Well, no, 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 that's just wind blowing that chain, or that's you know, just a scientific thing. If you close your eyes and try to stand still, you're naturally going to start swaying stuff like that. And they'd be like, No, that's a ghost, (laughs) stuff like that. But we thought like it would be kind of interesting to actually go to places and do it together as a team without the people trying to butt in to say everything's a ghost. So we were going to do it, and he reached out, and he did something. He put some sort of ad out there. It might have been on Craigslist or something. And he sends me this email one day. He's like, dude, I don't know if I want to do this. <laughs> He's all, look what this response is. It was somebody in Denver, and they're like, this is, they they sent pictures and the history of the place, and it was something like, the, it was kind of like the, the, that hotel where they're talking about people being scratched and possibly bitten. I don't remember, but the, it was like this really horrible thing, and they're like, it's, whatever it is, is attacking the, you know, everybody involved. It was like one of those moments where, like, okay, this isn't like a you know friendly goof around, let's everybody go to the Croke Patterson Inn in downtown Denver. This is like potentially real, real shit. And we're like, nah, no, we're good. <laughs> Cause I was like, Spencer, what are we gonna do if this is legit? I don't know how to fix this. What am I gonna do? My suggestion would be, sir or ma'am. Burn the fucking place down. Because I don't know what to do about that. And they're like, yeah, we we brought in priests. We brought in uh, ministers. Nobody's been able to help us. Could you guys? What do you think we are, the fucking Ghostbusters? No, I don't have a proton pack. And I don't have a, you know, a trap. <laughs> I don't know. What am I going to do? All I would be able to do is verify it. And I want to say... Right when we were coming around with this idea, we just had my son. And then that was actually the nail in the coffin, essentially. For me, it was just... I was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. Because what if it is something legit? Last thing I want is something attached to me, and I bring it home and, and harms my son and or wife. I don't want to fucking deal with that. And that that would be awful. So I was that was like... We were... We had fun making fun of the other people, but when it came to us doing it independently, we're just like, no, nah, no, I don't want to mess with that. And it's like this, going to that hotel. Would you, If it legitimately was scratching and biting people, why would you put yourself in that position? We're just assuming this shit is all real because I'm kind of a doubter, but there's times where I believe, right? And in this situation, if, it, if all of a sudden you go to this hotel room and you get scratched, bit, last thing you want to do is bring it home to, to your family. Fuck that. Fuck that. Hey, we got an update on a story that we did last, uh, last fall. We're going to get to that coming up next. But first, baseball's back and the push for the postseason is on for hockey and hoops. So make it all count this spring with Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports Colorado is the best wagering app around with a direct line to experienced bookmakers behind the counter in Las Vegas. Plus, get a $250 bonus when you sign up, deposit, and wager in the same day. Don't let spring pass you by without winning money with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you got a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. I don't know if you remember this, but there's this lady, I want to say she's in the UK. Her name's Riccardi, and she married a ghost husband named Eduardo, who's a former Victorian soldier. Well, after about five months, she's like, fuck him. I am done with him. We need to move on. And I think he's stalking me. We're putting this in the category of kind of like what I was saying is, I don't really believe, but then let's just assume she's telling the truth. Okay? That's what we're going to lean on in this story. And then afterwards, then we can go, the bitch be crazy. Okay? So she set up a counseling session with a medium, because why wouldn't you if your husband's a, a a spirit? She told how she wanted to see him taking their relationship more seriously But all that happened was he ended up haunting her by using the screams of a crying baby. Oh, classic Eduardo. You're such a child. (laughs) Then she shared some stories of, like, on her wedding day, Eduardo just couldn't resist winding me up and made an inappropriate comment about Marilyn Monroe looking so hot. I was like, wow, really? It's our wedding day. The comment completely ruined my evening. Because, you know, why wouldn't Marilyn Monroe show up to some miscellaneous person's, uh, you know, marriage? Fucking stupid. God, so dumb. On their honeymoon. Oh, it just doesn't And Does it Eduardo? You son of a bitch. Eduardo thought he was being passionate and romantic by wrestling me to the ground to frolic in the sand. But uh, I was trying to share my ice cream with him and it went everywhere, all over my face, in my hair. And the sand stuck to it. So I looked like I had had a fight with a giant seagull. She says her latest single, Just Another Anthem, was inspired by the tr- her traumatic union. So there you go. That is the icing on the cake is, I imagine this is all for attention. I know it's me going out on a limb on that one, but Jesus, come on. If she quote-unquote, gets divorced from this. Do you think she ever finds true love? I mean, would you want to be with somebody? Would you? If you all of a sudden found out the person you're with right now used to be engaged or married to an entity, like a a spirit, a ghost, how would you feel about that? How would you feel about that? You're like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait. You used to be married to a Victorian soldier. You were married to their ghost. I don't know how you could take that person seriously. Because don't you feel like they're they're essentially crazy? Because there is no actual evidence, scientifically, concrete evidence that ghosts are real. We all have our moments. We all see these things or hear these things or experience these things where you're like, I don't know how to explain this. Okay. I think most of us have a moment or two where you're like, shit, I don't, I don't, I don't really know how to explain this. This is, I want to explain it, but I can't. But to actually go as far as saying that you're going to get married to somebody, blah, blah, blah and then like 5 months later be like I can't handle it he's stalking me that motherfucker is crazy <laughs> you're you're like really you're, he's crazy or you're crazy so bizarre so bizarre if you knew somebody that was like this how would you react I don't know how I would react if i if like all of a sudden like anybody that i work with if they're just like hey Scott i'm getting married and he's a ghost and boy I tell you he is the love of my life and be like I'm sorry what yeah he really just so passionate so you're essentially masturbating that's what you're doing that's all this is I would love Jesus Christ I know that sounds fucked up I just want to know how this works how does this work let's forget that they're getting divorced and she says he's stalking her. I want to know how the physical relationship works. Because at the end of the day, does she, does she just like, my hands are up, everything is up, and I can feel it? Or is it like, oh, I'm using some toys to help him. Then it's like, no, you're just, you're just playing with yourself. So bizarre. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I know some people are like, this made me uncomfortable. I'm just curious about it. Ugh. Anyway, so bizarre. I know I had two back-to-back stories about ghosts, and it's only April. Can't wait. If you guys have a good story that you want to share, maybe it's just an old story you've heard from back in the day, your parents told you, or whatever. Interesting stories like that. Let me know. It doesn't have to be about people marrying ghosts and stuff like that, although they do that in some cultures. I had no idea. that That's fairly common. Uh, bizarre to me. Bizarre. But it could be any other stories, maybe hauntings and stuff like that. I think those are always interesting and fun to share, and that way you can get other people's opinions. DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com is always a good way to share them, or hit me up on socials at Podcast. I hate crocodiles. A 44-year-old man in Queensland, Australia, was attacked by a 15-foot crocodile. He ended up with multiple fractures, and severe injuries to his head, abdomen, and leg. So here's the thing: the man was swimming in this common area where there's a bunch of people out there. He was dragged by the deadly beast deep below the water surface, but was able to break free after slamming his fingers into the crocodile's eyes, basically just trying to dig him out. And eventually he was able to break free, swam to rocks before a rescue team arrived. The Queensland government actually wants people to be crockwise after the news of frequent attacks at this particular beach. Now, according to data by the Queensland Department of Environment and Science said, there have been eight reports of attacks at that beach between 2020 and March of 2023. That's a significant amount. And that's just one particular beach. I hate crocodiles. I always I always see that like alligators, crocodiles, they're all essentially the same thing to me. I know there's a, a big difference, but they they freak me out. I don't ever want to go to a place that has a bunch of those because I don't I don't it's like going to Florida and there's so many parts of Florida where the, there's crocs and stuff like that. Oh, it just freaks me out. I don't I don't like it. It's like they just want to eat and kill. I don't I don't like it. I don't really have anything else to say, but it's like I don't understand people that want to be around crocodiles. And why the fuck would you go swimming in a place that has, you know, crocs? They just want to fucking eat you. I don't care how good of a swimmer you are, but if a croc wants you, he's going to get you. Oh, so gross. So disgusting. Oh, you know what we need to do? Oh, God. Yeah. You know what time it is. Mailbag. (laughs) You've got mail. (laughs) I got a couple of these, and first one comes in from Jesse. Is Mike Malone, the Nuggets head coach, the reason the Nuggets are awful in the postseason? You can't stop playing and think you can turn the switch on in the postseason with a team that isn't proven. Going back to the original question, is Mike Malone the reason the Nuggets are awful in the postseason? It's a yes and it's a no. I think ultimately it's it's a yes. It, and I'm not really sure what the fuck is going on other than when I talk to people that are really in the know when it comes to the Nuggets. Again, I don't get a chance to see a lot of the Nuggets games because I have Comcast, and that's a whole different conversation that we've had a few times here on this podcast, but ultimately it does go down to the coach because the coach is the one that has to get them ready and they should be going hard, hard like a fucking porn star into the playoffs. Leading up to the playoffs, they should be a runaway fucking train that nobody wants to get in front of because they're running so hard, but they're not. And a part of that when I talk to people that, like I said, are in the know when it comes to the Nuggets, is part of it is they have one superstar, Nikola Jokic. They don't really have that second powerhouse player, superstar. And that that is kind of a problem. But ultimately, I would say it does come down to coaching because the coach needs to have them prepared. And he can't be overthinking what his job is. There's a lot of great coaches out there, and they just get to another level right at the end of the season and right as the postseason starts. Is They flip the switch on, but the, the, the switch is turned on right before the postseason. They don't seem to be doing that. And it's the job of the head coach, whatever sport you're in, to get you in that mode and make sure you're prepared to move forward in the playoffs. Whatever it is, man, uh, listen, I hope I'm wrong, and I hope that once the playoffs officially get rolling and smoking down the lane, I don't know why I said that, (laughs) but my thing is, is I hope that once things get humming, that the Nuggets start humming, and they just start wrecking folks. The 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 optics are now that the Nuggets aren't ready for the postseason. That's really, I think, the consensus across the board when it comes to the Nuggets fans. And there's going to be people that are going to be blind and just like, no matter what, it's like the Nuggets, they're going to win the championship. That's great. It's like the same people that are like the, the Broncos are going to go, you know, undefeated every year. It's like, come on, dude. You guys were saying that when Kyle Orton was the quarterback. You got to live in some reality as a a Nuggets fan or a Bronco fan, whatever fan of whatever team you are. You got to live in reality. And the reality is it doesn't look like the Denver Nuggets are ready to move beyond the first round in the playoffs. I hope I'm wrong. I hope that they go in there and they just all of a sudden shifted into a gear that we didn't know existed. You're like, "Fuck, I thought th- I thought they were only a 3-speed, but apparently there are four and possibly a 5-speed. Look at them go." But I just don't see it happening. We all want to be wrong about that. But the optics are that the Nuggets aren't ready to go beyond the first round. Again, we all want to be wrong in this. And I guess I would ultimately put that on the shoulders of Mike Malone. So if he goes in there, and they just get burnt in the first round, don't, don't be surprised if somehow the Nuggets decide, you know what? God, Mike, Mr. Malone, you're done. Okay, we'll get somebody else in here that can take this team to the next round. The Nuggets are a really good fucking team. It's just they're doesn't seem like they're being managed and pointed in the wrong, or, and they're being pointed in the wrong direction. Let me know your thoughts to huffuncensored at gmail.com. I know a lot of people that are connected to the Nuggets. I, at first, I was like, maybe I should get them on. But honestly, they're they're too in bed with the Nuggets to give a, an actual answer on that. I will pick some people's brains off the record and then come back and act like it's my own. <laughs> and then I'll let you know. Be like, wow, Scott's really insightful when it comes to the Nuggets. Holy shit. That's what it's going to be. Because a lot of those guys don't like to publicly say anything negative towards teams. Or they will, but it's not truly to the extent that they actually believe. So I'll, I'll do some digging for you on that one, Jesse. So thanks for chiming in. Again, that came in from Jesse on Twitter. And this one comes in from Chris on Twitter. He said, moral mushrooms, I think that's how you spell, uh, pronounce it, M-O-R-E-L, or morel mushrooms. He said, they're effing delicious. I'm sure you guys have them in Colorado. And I did some digging. Chris, I had no idea what you were talking about. And apparently, they're, those are like a delicacy. Those are like high-end mushrooms that I have never, I don't think I've ever tasted them before. And now I want to. And I also learned something else in Col- for Colorado when it comes to mushrooms. April is the start of mushroom season here in Colorado and goes through roughly October, depending on weather conditions. I had no idea. I had no idea there was a mushroom season. So more on, on the, I'm just going to say morel mushrooms, or people just call them morels, are a type of wild mushroom with an earthy, nutty flavor. They have a meaty texture. Unlike the more slimy texture of other mushroom varieties, these mushrooms are a highly desired ingredient among chefs and mushroom enthusiasts. The reason? They're only grown in the wild, unlike farmed mushrooms you find at a grocery store. Morels are commonly spotted under cottonwood trees in forested areas uh, adjacent to rivers and streams. That's across the front range. They are often associated with the root systems of old growth trees with lots of damage due to their key role in eating decaying wood of the tree. I had no fucking idea. Chris, thank you for opening my eyes to that. I had no fucking clue. And now that I I Googled uh, morel mushrooms, M-O-R-E-L, I'll be on the lookout for those. those, I'm not going to eat one because I still am not confident in like You're like, look, look at this mushroom. And I eat it. Next thing you know, I either die or I'm high as fuck. (laughs) And I don't want to do that. I don't want to do either of those things. So I, I just find it interesting. I would love to try these mushrooms because apparently they're a delicacy and chefs love them. Had no idea. Maybe you knew about these. I never did. Let's see. This comes in on the odd but true. The average person has 13 secrets. Do you think you have 13 secrets? I'm waiting. Do you? That you want to share? No, I don't think I have 13 secrets. I probably have actually more than that. I probably do. And it's kind of those ones where if you stop and you think about it, I've done that before. I've stopped and thought about it. I was talking to my wife not too long ago, and I'm like, holy shit. My family has some twisted fucking secrets like for me, like I push them away and push them away. And then like, I'm like, Oh my God, these are fucked up secrets that you just don't want to talk about. So I don't know. It, that's an interesting thing to think about. I don't expect you to just start blurting them out on social media. Cause I think it's good to have some secrets every now and then. I'm, I'm fairly an open book with you guys, but there are some things I think about and like, Oh God, that's like a, A dirty, dark family secret. Ugh. Nothing that I did, but other people, and you're like, Jesus Christ. By the way, Chris, Chris wrote, dude, a fried morel will blow your effing mind. It's like a chicken fried steak. Ours won't be out until the end of May. You can sell them. You can sell them as well. I saw them uh, at a Safeway for $50 a pound. Holy fuck. Oh, man, those better be good. And it just tells me, uh, Chris, I will never eat a, a morel mushroom now because I can't afford $50 a pound. I'll eat one. Nobody will be like, this is fantastic. All right, Scott, here's uh, here's your bill. It's, you know, 20 bucks. I'll be like, what? That's one hefty fucking mushroom. Fascinating shit fascinating. Have you ever ate those? It's like eating Wagyu beef or whatever it's called. It's great. I'll probably never fucking eat one because it's just too expensive and I'm too cheap, too cheap. Ah, good stuff. If you want to join the program like these guys did, go ahead. Send me an email to huffoncensored at gmail.com. Always appreciate hearing from you. Or you can just hit me up on my socials at the huff podcast and all the, all the social channels, which by the way, With all this shit happening with China and Taiwan, I have a feeling that TikTok's going to go away in the United States. Don't you think? Don't you think that's going to happen? Because they've already been teetering on it. I have a feeling that's going to happen. And what's sad is, is all these people that lean so heavy on social media like TikTok to make income, if all of a sudden that goes away, they're going to freak out and then you're going to have this mad swarm of people that have no job skills trying to go into the, to the workforce. They're going to try their hand at, you know, trying to make money off of Facebook, which there's some people that do and Instagram and whatever, but you're going to have a mad rush of people that just all of a sudden get booted off of TikTok. And they either try and, and are successful about transferring over to another platform To try to make money. Or they're going to be forced to actually get a real fucking job. There are way too many people out there that put up bullshit content on on social media platforms. And are getting paid a decent amount of money off. it. I don't get paid that much off of Facebook. But that is the one where I'm actually making some money. And when I say that, I got like 30 bucks last month. That's it. Now, it's better than zero. That's why it's like, if you see my reels, make sure you click on the reel, and there's always going to be a little tiny ad at the bottom. That's a good thing. That's uh, like a penny in my pocket <laughs> every time you see one. So it's it's amazing to me the people that are that are on social media, and that's all they do. And good for them for getting money while they can. I really have a feeling that this shit's just gonna get shut down, as uh, you know, because of all this shit going on with uh, China and Taiwan. So that whole thing is just another craziness that I—it's I, just scat, sad and scary all at the same time. That I don't even know all the details of it, and it's just fucking annoying. I hate the fact that wars exist, and whatever. And and meanwhile, our our soldiers are going to be shoved in the middle of that, and I hate that. I hate that, but we don't need to get into politics. It's not why I do this podcast. I do this podcast so we can laugh at the craziness that is life and separate from those type of things. So for a moment, we can forget about it, so we can laugh at, at people that get married to ghosts, <laughs> stuff like that. You, know? you can talk about mushrooms and how I'll never eat one. That's the expensive ones to we'll talk about, you know, so many different things. I appreciate each and every one of you. Again, if you want to do that, uh, speed dating thing with, uh, Netflix's show, what is it? The love is blind. Go to love is blind. Dot casting Dot com. And crane is spelled C R a N E. I'll try to put that in the description, but there's a good chance I'll forget. Ah, <laughs> but thank you guys so much Hopefully you laughed a little bit in this episode. Have an amazing day. If you want to reach out to the podcast and join the podcast, I love it when you do it. You don't have to say very much, or you can say a whole shit ton. doesn't matter to me. DeHuffOnCensored at gmail.com or hit me up on my socials at DeHuff Podcast. Thank you guys so much. I truly appreciate each and every one of you. Hit that subscribe button. Share it with your friends if you're able. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado. It's DeHuff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.